With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. There's just one little moment I want to touch on in this, like, freaking out about China thing. Uh, They're like, oh, no, they're coming for us. Their ships are landing any moment. And then one guy goes, I said we should make a stronger alliance with America. (laughs) And another character goes, no, you didn't. (laughs) Again, I want that conversation to continue. Just, no, you didn't, Kyle. Well, I was gonna, but you interrupted me. No, you always do this. This is why you don't have two siblings in your war cabinet, right? Because they just, it's the same fight they've been having for 40 years. God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to God awful movies, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema or occasionally. Buddhist Spinozan anime, so you don't have to. And uh, Noah's at Disney World, dressed as a Native American Little Mermaid, making evangelicals cry, so I'll be hosting this week. I'm vague adjective Heath Enright, and sitting to my immediate left is my good friend Eli Bosnick. Eli, welcome back. Thank you, Heath. Hey, you know what religion makes sense? What's that? Mormonism. It's Mormonism. <laughs> Got a nice solid foundation. Really, I understand the entire book that I read about that. Yeah, uh, certainly makes sense in comparison to what we're going to be talking about this week. And sitting somewhere in a Utah city made of pure gold and Lamanite jawbones is our amazing friend Mark, of the How to Heretic podcast. Mark, you're welcome. By the way. <laughs> For involving you in another amazing cinematic experience. Oh, thanks, Heath. Quick question. What the fuck did I do to you guys? Like, I thought we had some laughs and a few drinks and looked at Mormons in their natural habitat. Why the fuck are you doing this to me? Uh, If I could pull your pigtails and push you down on the playground, I would, Mark. I really, really would. Jesus Christ. But this is what we have. (laughs) All right. And um, just in case anyone's not familiar already... You want to tell us a little bit about the How to Heretic? Yeah, so the How to Heretic is a, a podcast I have with my my two pod partners, uh, Dan and Doug, who have, uh, you've heard on uh, this fine show before, and and we were kind of a little safe space, a little landing spot for uh, you know entry level skepticism, atheism, anybody looking to find their feet uh, before they find their way to the scathing atheist and freak the fuck out and go back to church. <laughs> That's, gateway drug. That's right. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. You're the gateway to us, which is the gateway to whatever religion your wife is. <laughs> Cash gets it. <laughs> All right. Let's get right into it. So uh, tell us, Mark, what are we going to be breaking down today? Well, I, I don't think there's anybody out there who hasn't seen this movie, but it, just in <laughs> case you haven't seen this amazing thing, we watched The Mystical Laws. <laughs> which is an anime feature-length plus movie made by a Japanese cult that's a little bit Mormon, a little bit Scientology, and a lot of bit fucking crazy. Oh, and it's really goddamn long. 
Yeah, so it is. Long, but delightful. <laughs> I must oh, admit. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. And uh, Eli, how delightful was this movie? Well, if you love doing acid, but you hate the calm, realistic state of mind that follows, you <laughs> will love this movie. This is It Gets Crazier, the movie. It's also significantly longer than an acid trip, right? What are those, six, eight hours now? Oh, yeah, yeah max. <laughs> <laughs> and is there anything you guys would like to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? I would say, and I think this wins by a, by a country mile, best worst protagonist. This guy, <laughs> this guy is essentially inert. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you cast, if you cast an empty Payless shoe store as the lead in an, an Avengers movie, <laughs> he literally dies in this movie. And the minutes after he's killed are the least wooden parts of his performance. <laughs> and, it, and he's God. So it's great. Yes. Also, he's, he's God. Yes. Several gods. Maybe he has some m- which I don't know. <laughs> All the gods. He has multiple, multiple meditation montages. Yep. <laughs> meditation were- is sitting silently and thinking about nothing, to be clear. <laughs> and then that, space that's travel. In, that's in the movie a lot. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with best worst uh, understanding of how MacGuffins work. Yep. And yeah. um, just to Strong. be clear. Uh, MacGuffins don't work at all when several main characters are literal gods of the universe. But (laughs) they still need to create like like 19 different vague magical objects for no reason, all of which conflict with each other. There's like a a golden bucket. There's a a golden (laughs) scepter. There's a a shark dragon made of vapor. And and of course, space dinosaurs. We'll get there. It's... (laughs) It's Shark Dragon versus MacGuffin versus MacGuffin versus MacGuffin versus MacGuffin, the movie. Yeah. And none of them matter. None of none them of matter. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Versus Ultimate Destructive Weapon, which is only important because it causes an in-office fight. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot to mention one of the MacGuffins, a nuclear, but they won't say nuclear bomb, something else. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I'm going to take an easy one. I want to give this movie best worst unsubtle villain name. <laughs> the villain of this movie is called Tatanaka Killer. Yeah. That's that's not even slightly exact. That's literally the name of the guy. Tatanaka Killer. Killer. Well, they're a very established family in Indianapolis, the killers. <laughs> yeah, the killers came over on the fucking Very Mayflower. philanthropic. My family built this country. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go redeem all these plot coupons we got. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll tell you all about the Deus Ex mockumentary that is The Mystical Laws. All right, everybody. Welcome to the first ever board meeting of the Empire of the Golden Sun. Okay, so let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Brian Hickenbacker. I'm from Austin, Texas. And I love to water ski. Okay. Uh, next up, who's next? I am Takagata okay. Killer. Gonna go? okay. Though my origins are unknown, I bear an electric whip that I use to kill my enemies. Okay. Uh, I'm Lekachan. So, oh, sorry, sorry, just just really quick. Um circling back, your name is Tatagata Killer? That's that's your name? 
Yes. I was supposed to go. Yep. yep She's yep, No, you were, you were next. That's, that's true. Sorry. Just, just again, um, want to be clear. Your name is killer. What's your uh-huh. dad's name? Uh, Dave killer, Dave, Dave killer. That's your dad. David killer. It, no, Swedish. no, it's not, not Swedish. Uh-huh. Uh, excuse me. I was supposed to go. Really? She's okay. Go. You want to follow Deathy McDeathface? Great. No, go ahead. Fine. You're next. Uh, uh, right. Well, I'm like a Chan. I am super genius CEO, and I have a magic bracelet that stops demons from choking me. I already hate it here. Quit the evil <laughs> empire. And we're back. And this one starts off with some. Shockingly modern logo graphics for a cult religion that got started in 1986, (laughs) like all the best religions do. And they're called Happy Science. Happy Science. (laughs) Their cult is named after science having an emotion. So not a promising start, but that's what (laughs) we're starting with. So I I was raised in a cult and and I, I have a podcast, as you guys know, where we talk about cults every week. But I, I didn't know anything about these happy science fuckers. So I, I looked them up <laughs> because I had to make sense out of this movie. And wow, it is some premium weird shit. <laughs> all the way. So mm-hmm. God waited 100 billion years all alone for Earth, the planet of love to happen. In addition to believing in sexy Swedish ladies from flying saucers, they also want Japan to fully remilitarize, gain nuclear weapons and restore the emperor. Yep. 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 That's about nope. right. They. Yeah. Not good. Are it is truly the stolen crazy from every possible religion and belief. Uh, regular listeners will have heard the first movie that we did of theirs, and they only get crazier. They only get <laughs> crazier. And, and and by the way, this cult is organized around the idea that China and North Korea are teaming up to nuke Japan and take it over. The, the both because. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, to, to nuke places, you got to go from two different angles or it doesn't work. Yeah. Right. As the movie will emphasize later, it's the simultaneousness of the nuclear it's armaments. Be same time. Really and, matters. And, yeah. And you got to yeah. you got to do a 10 count at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. You cross the streams. They're not dangerous until you cross the streams, nuclear <laughs> right. weapons. So just to be clear, this movie is a warning of what happens if the happy science cult doesn't get their way. So to open it up, uh, the year is 2020 X. And totally not China with a swastika as its symbol is taking over the world. That's right. I I was really struggling here. I'm glad you pointed that out, Eli, because I was really struggling with the the obtuse symbolism of the Gotham flag. Right? It's it's almost exactly a black swastika on a blood red banner, but it's not exactly exactly <laughs> like a one. Right? Subtle. So it's swastik ish. It's like more tasteful. So I couldn't make heads or tails of it. Yeah. And uh. By the way, there was a coup in the Republic of East Asia that caused (laughs) this like Nazi China to to become big. So like East Asian Big Brother was too liberal. And now (laughs) this is what's happened. And and we hear from the narrator like the the narrator might as well say this movie is stolen straight from 1984. Also, all the Kirk Cameron rapture movies. We just took all that stuff and made a movie. We made Kirk Cameron read 1984 for 48 hours in a row without sleep, food, or water. <laughs> this is the movie he wrote as a result. St- mystical laws. Everybody. The alternate name for this movie is Must Hate China. Right. <laughs> yep. yep. So it's time to see just what these bad guys can do. 
so we happened upon a group of happy learning Japanese school kids on a tour of one of Japan's many beautiful shrines. Right. And uh, we got a tiny little moment, but it was super fun for me. One of the girls is like, you know, oh, man, look at the shrines. And I've heard about this, like, crazy, interesting thing that happened with this religion. And then the dude standing next to her is just like, who the fuck cares? Religion's dumb. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. And, and he has, he's like a 16-year-old kid with a 55-year-old man's voice. <laughs> yes. The, yep. The voice acting in this movie is so bananas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like they cut takes from other like Funimation shows and they were like I have this jumble of words that if you can feed into a computer at the right timing will technically voice over <laughs> your movie and Happy Science was like we'll take it um, so yeah the kids are standing there talking about shrines and stuff when suddenly the earth shakes and I thought oh my god it's, it's coming up out of the ocean they think it's their, their mythical monster dragon but no it's Jaredites from the Middle East. It's ancient Jews from Palestine coming to Japan in their wooden submarines. See, I knew this is why you guys had me on this week, because this is a secret Mormon movie. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, it's uh, it's the Gautam Empire with their... um. So they have invisible submarines, and I guess this whole scene is to let us know that their submarine invasion of Japan worked because the Golden Empire has blocked Japan's radar? Satellites, <laughs> yeah, something. Vision, like it's unclear. Yeah, yeah, and the the, the Gotham Empire, by the way, that's the Nazis who took over. Yeah, and mm -hmm. yeah, and uh, we, we're in their boardroom for a second, I guess, <laughs> to, to like confirm that their submarines are working. And these guys are so racistly drawn. They're supposed it's supposed to be Chinese people. Very obviously, they don't say the word China, but everybody, all these cartoons look like. King of the Hill tried to draw Chinese people. It's so rough. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. This is also where we're introduced to the head of technology, Leica-chan. Uh, spoiler alert, whatever you think is going on with Leica-chan, you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. Yeah, it's also true by the end of this movie, right? You, you, you're still wrong. Yeah. So she, uh, she blocks the radar of Japan and masked bad guy Tatakaka Killer uh, gives her a sticker that says, very good. Yes. But did you guys feel like this was, you know, kind of a formal board meeting? And she, she, the slit in her little Chinese dress went to her hip. Yeah. I feel like that was a lot of thigh for a professional. Absolutely. Student. She would have been brought I don't in. I want to be judgy. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> it's important. Uh, so now we cut over to, to Booby City. I didn't write the word. <laughs> Subtitles did. That's what it said. Uh, where Booby City. The uh, invaded Japanese are being helped by the. Happy Science Cult's version of Doctors Without Borders, the Earth Doctors. Yes. So I think somebody <laughs> lost a bet in this movie and that they had to use the word Earth 12,000 times <laughs> if they were going to get their final check. Yep. And we'll show that throughout. Yeah. These are the Earth Doctors. By the way, in my notes, I wrote as a joke, as opposed to the Mars Doctors, Way more on target than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're technically uh, doctors with a border, the edge of the planet. If you want, we didn't want to be inaccurate. There you go, Earth <laughs> doctors. Right, yeah. and so we meet our protagonist, Sho Shirishu Shimura something. Shishimaru. Shishimaru. Uh, I call him Doctor Handsome in my notes because he never develops a personality, and he <laughs> is helping an old lady whose family has just died by giving her a hot beverage. That's right. <laughs> 
If you're dehydrated and in shock on a super hot day, you have the comfort of some scalding hot black coffee, old lady. You want some fondue in a cup? That's what we got. There you go. All better. Don't miss your grandkids now. There we go. I do want some fondue in a cup now. now right. I've so show is slaying as a doctor and then mid conversation about like who's going to invade them and how much medical supplies come in, who should walk in. But the motherfucking general of the earth, doctor. Matthew Modine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There is oh my God. nobody I've ever seen. He looks more like Matthew Modine than Matthew Modine does in real life. He, it's true. He's anime Matthew Modine. Now, we should point out that every single time this character will walk into a room, no matter what is going on, gunfight, laser battle, alien confrontation, everyone stops to go, oh my God, shut up. The general's here, you guys. It's the general. It's the general. <laughs> And I only point that out because um, can you guess what position the leader of the happy science cult has given himself in the Earth Doctors? <laughs> it's the general. He general. is the general. Yeah, yeah he's the general. <laughs> yeah. Doctors, doctors typically give themselves military rank. When exactly. A nonprofit. Yeah, yeah. It's always a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, general comes in and then he and show stare into each other's eyes for 45 stare minutes forever at each <laughs> Take other. Take me through this. What happens here? Do you guys think that this is just lazy animating? That if, there's no, <laughs> if you don't show anybody's mouths moving, <laughs> you can just take five and just have two people stare at each other endlessly. There you go. That frame's good for like a few, for like a cigarette, right? Yeah. That's half the movie. Right. Yep. <laughs> he, he stares deeply at show and show stares Deeply at him. Right. And Sho gets a psychic vision of him getting shot to death with a silencer, of all things. Yeah. Uh, but doesn't mention it. But says know. nothing. Exactly. <laughs> How do you not be like, hey, you know, this, I know this sounds crazy, just a little thing. Have you ever been murdered, like, in the past or the future? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's nothing. Sorry. Just never, I pretend I never said anything. You'll, you'll, you'll be great. You'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the general and Sho stare into each other's eyes for a, for the eagle in the village in the 19 early 90s level of time. And then I didn't watch you get murdered. What? <laughs> yep. And then, then the what? general leaves. Now, now I feel like I you want, definitely did. I wanted so badly for someone to be like, hey, show question. How come the general was looking at you like Noah looks at a Chinese airport smoking lounge? No reason. <laughs> uh, so we cut to under the sea where the goddamn empire has destroyed all of the U.S. aircraft carriers. You know, all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, this is where we go to, like, Japan's war room. Yes. And, and they're talking about how, like, there's this thing called Article 9, which I think is, is a real thing, right? Article 9 is real, yeah. It's real, and apparently Japan has an army, but for no reason, because Article 9 is like, yeah, we're not allowed to use the army to protect ourselves ever. That's our, our rule. Right. It was America's and stay down after World War II. And what it means is that they get to spend their money on like social services and healthcare and roads oh. and trains that go faster than ours do. Fun. But the happy science cult hates Article 9. So they are using a vast percentage of this movie to show that when the Chinese Nazis invade, they're sure going to regret Article 9, let me tell you right now. Well, you know, and in truth, <laughs> it, they are actually a defensive force. They do have a military that can stop an invasion if, if it were to happen on their own soil. Right. But because Happy Science is this right-wing militarist cult, they just pretend 
that it means it's just mass suicide. It's <laughs> national suicide. Even though we have an army, they just have to shoot themselves. They're all cardboard cutouts now because yeah, of exactly. budget cuts. Yeah. It's really more of an outfit thing. Shit, we should have thought this through. <laughs> and this is where U.S. President Tom Bucks gets on the line. <laughs> That's the name of the president. He might as well be U.S. President Kyle White Guy. <laughs> Freedom dollar sign. Caw-caw! Bald eagle noise. Yeah. As the president. Yeah. And did you notice I, when they cut to the Oval Office, for some reason, I there was this portrait of Abraham Lincoln on the wall that they photoshopped off some website into the animation where it's like a Francis Bacon painting. It is fucking nightmarish. Mark has copied it into the notes and the word for it is blurry. <laughs> it's 8-bit Abe Lincoln in the yeah, background. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's going to kill on a steam sale. <laughs> right. So, so the president asks his generals, what are his options? And they're like, we have to surrender or die. And he's like, oh, no. Uh, meanwhile, at the totally normal and not at all cult Hermes Wings headquarters in New York, <laughs> yes, everyone is um, expositing about the leader of the Goldam Empire, Takakakabaka Killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cop killer. <laughs> so, look, I mean, the, their first shot inside this place is hilarious. Is it really a secret society when you order a giant carpet logo <laughs> like that? It's like, you know, there's an order form, and then you get the printer's proof back, and then some POs and invoices. Then, like, nine guys come install it. How secret can that be? <laughs> right. N- not a secret rug. Yeah. Right. No. And what we learned about Takabakabaka j- j- Killer here is that no one knows where he's from, but everyone from the military does remember a guy in the military who wore a mask all the time. So, you know, <laughs> he's probably the only member of the military who wore a fucking mask all the time. Yeah. We don't, well, maybe not. We don't know. We don't know why he has the mask. He came up all the way through. The, nobody asked. It's, you know, social contracts. <laughs> you just don't. You don't mention the mask. Yeah. Well, the military is typically very cool about that sort of thing, <laughs> yeah. right? Just your own identity, if you, how you express yourself. Yeah. Cool. Don't ask, don't tell about the mask. I'm sure right. that's the policy. And I love that the what the spy agency is, you know, the secret Hermes Wings spy agency has gathered all their intelligence and gone out on a limb to conclude that Thatagata Killer may not be his real name. (laughs) (laughs) I just wrote in my notes, you think? (laughs) It's a great bluff, though, with the mask and the name (laughs) Killer and the swastikas. It's, like, too obvious. Like, you know, we're going to look like bigots if we accuse him of being (laughs) Nazi Satan, but, you know. He is not. We think that we think that Thatagata might be a nickname. (laughs) (laughs) We're a secret underground cult with bases all over the world. And I can tell you our intelligence has gathered that his real name isn't murder face. Ting, ting, ting. (laughs) (laughs) So it's time to check on the bad guys in their headquarters. And uh, it's decorated in what I want to say. Bad guy. Pier one. (laughs) (laughs) the lair section of pier one yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) and uh one other note on their uh their their hq lair here there you know tatagata killer is in a giant throne and then there's like a room with a conference table but it's so goddamn far away the two things like the throne is like eight rooms away from the table and i just wanted somebody to address and be like hey man can you just just slide the throne in or is it, is it a roller? Is, can yeah. you just get some casters? 
I'm sorry, sir. I can't hear you over there. I'm just. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I was going to say, give me a hand with this. I will. <laughs> if there, if there was an 11 minute scene of him scooching forward in his chair, <laughs> this is my favorite movie of all time. Just. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. You know what? Just Get one of the Pick it up. Pick it up. We're scratching. We're scratching the floor of On this three. beautiful lair. One, two. Who no, lives on two? On three. Come on, Dave. I'm going to kill you with an electric whip. <laughs> right. The, 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 bad guys are, the bad guys are worried because, real quote, we are a dead goose if they decide to nuke us all simultaneously. Is, yeah. Is the simultaneousness of the nukes the threat? Is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> it's like a bad drug combination. One at a time, they're fine. Right. They <laughs> right. combine like merge dragons. Yes. <laughs> it's a joke just for my wife, but that's okay. It's staying in the show. No, it's not here this week. Uh, so, yeah, they're worried about simultaneous nuking. Uh, but luckily for them, Wakanda murder has invented the ultimate destructive weapon. Well, yes. we're not sure if we're going to call it that. I, I love they. Why can't they just give it a fucking name? <laughs> so, there's a line where somebody says, his glorious majesty will name the weapon once it's completed, like at a, chris a, a christening or something. Yeah, <laughs> they have a legit argument about this. Somewhat, they're like the ultimate destructive weapon. And then they wrote an animated a guy going, again, just to be clear, that is a placeholder. Uh, Titicaca <laughs> Indian Burn is going to name it finally. It, it we needs, all agreed. Needs to be a really good pun. I don't like... <laughs> Bum diggity stupid. Sorry, see, this is what I'm talking about. Just pinning that. We're going. We're, we will go back and name that though. <laughs> Come back. It's a working title. Don't anybody <laughs> fall in love with the working title. That's a classic mistake. Right. So, uh, <laughs> what this bomb does is it creates a six trillion degree fireball. Trillion. Uh, yep. Just four hundred suns. In case anyone's wondering. <laughs> yeah. Four hundred thousand suns. Four hundred thousand. Yeah, and then it launches that fireball. Via catapults, it looks like in the animation. Yeah, sure. I'm picturing Angry Birds with a giant <laughs> right. sun. Yeah, and, and uh, Leica, of course, is is a little bit worried because that would, um, well, that would one thousand percent destroy the Earth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, but here's the thing with this type of board meeting: you don't really want to ask too many questions because Tatagata Killer. First of all, that's his name. Also, he has a lightning whip. That he takes out <laughs> when people ask questions. That's right. And he also dresses her down, right? And yes. It's like, like, look, sugar, I'm an emperor and a military man and a genius scientist. I'm also wearing a petite little ballet mask, <laughs> delicate slippers, and 400 yards of creamy yellow silk. What am I, too normcore for you? <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. He says that, and then he electrocutes a guy who asks too many questions to death with a whip. Yeah. <laughs> Another guy's like, hey, can I ask a question about the whip? Wait, are you? It feels like you're pulling the whip back out again because of my question. <laughs> I, withdraw, about the whip. I withdraw the question. I withdraw the question. <laughs> right. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the Ajanta Caves of India, side characters are digging up a magic. But what about pot. the Ajanta Caves of India? Sorry, never <laughs> thank mind. Thank you. No, you're, no you're it's good. I'm glad yeah, you were the right movie, there. The movie was on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God we got to India. <laughs> and, and all I'm going to say about this scene is. The subtitles of this movie are good. The dub of this movie is good, but they are different than each other. It's like the two guys in charge of those departments hated each other and refused to communicate in making this movie. 
totally. I, I completely agree. I was so thrown by that the first time I tried to watch this thing. And it's like, there's clearly a fight over context going on. <laughs> and they're both right. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And this is where they're, they're discovering underground a beautiful, glowing, golden MacGuffin. Chamber pot. Chamber I wanted the old. <laughs> I wanted the old th- monk who finds it to be like, oh, thank God, I've been holding it for eighty years. <laughs> Doing that noisy guy at the baseball game, P. <laughs> Come on, man, use the stall. You know that you do that. Just we don't have to make eye contact. Fun fact: If you ever have that guy at the bar or the baseball game. Just outdo him in orgasmic noises, and he'll never do that again for the rest of his life. I promise you. Yeah. Just go, mm, I'm a bad boy. You also won't be welcome at Yankee Stadium ever again for the rest of your life. So, hey, you punch uh, one guy while he's taking a shit. <laughs> Anyways, might be worth it. Might be worth it. So, with that mystery developed, uh, it's time to head back to Japan where the Hermes, not a cult wings, is helping someone we don't know. Escape from the goddamn Empire's thugs. Yes, who are in a bunch of rented white Mazdas. Yes. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what property they didn't buy, what copyright thing they were afraid of. This ultra-high-tech evil empire run by a guy in a ballet mask with an electric whip drives nothing but, like, Dodge Stratuses and Mazdas, yes. Toyota Corollas, the entire movie. Well, you can take any car on the lot, but you take, you, you know, you've got to go out of the economy section or it's, yeah. a, it's an upcharge, right? Right. I mean, you don't build an empire by being an idiot with money. Right. So they have a, yeah. they have a little car chase here. Right. And really, the entire car chase is just for them to be like, okay, well, um, just to explain the plot to you, Mr. President of the United States, Tom <laughs> Buck. We set up a giant network called Hermes Wings in case a character from the Mikado ever tries to take over the world with a <laughs> sun bomb and create a Nazi empire. So that's right. that's where we are in this movie right now. To which the president responds, oh, that's great and totally not a cult. I'm happy to hear that you've been working on that. You're welcome wherever I am. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Well, and then, of course, there's the the turn right left. No, turn right. Where, you know, he has his premonitions and the, right. the other guys in the car are like, oh, yeah, he's got premonitions. Like, you know, cops making fun of the guy who's got gas in the squad car. <laughs> Get a load of Johnny. Yeah. But also, like, if you actually do, because they find out in a second that he was right, that he did have a premonition. Maybe just explain the rest of the movie right now, man. Yeah. Explain <laughs> what's going to happen. Use your premonitions further. Tell Matthew Modine never to go into a supply closet. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> His premonitions will be uh, interesting, to say the least. Right. So now we check back in with the Godam Empire, where two soldiers outside of Leica Chan's house are e- expositing her. <laughs> Some more. Yeah. They're like, well, that Leica Chan. Uh, let me just read from her resume that I have right here from this <laughs> this uh, 30 under 30 evil genius ladies article. Let me uh, tell you what she does. Yeah, I feel like you could see the Wikipedia reflected in the guy's glasses. <laughs> so, you know, there's it's two security guards sitting in a Humvee going on and on. Well, she's a, then she graduated from the Sorbonne in 2021. <laughs> then she moved and took a gap year and went to Paris. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's a good thing that these writers joined a cult rather than going to film school because 
you know, if you flunk a cult, they just murder you. If you <laughs> film school, you got to repeat the semester. It's, it's embarrassing. You know, she started Night Capital and she crashed <laughs> one of the markets with high frequency trading. Yeah, that was what? her. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And she sort of has a sad moment while they're expositing. And I just wrote in my notes, if she breaks into It's Not Easy Being Green, this is my favorite movie. (laughs) (laughs) So with her vital exposition out of the way, uh, we head back to Hermes Wings Tokyo branch where, oh, my God, the general's back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, he's here to tell them that there's a mole in Hermes Wings. There's a Nazi mole. And uh, also to point out that the Nazis are invisible now. They have yep. invisibility technology. They have invisibility powers, but that's okay because the general is going to go full Marianne motherfucking Williamson and he's going <laughs> to retaliate with real quote, love and justice. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's like, yeah, also I'm probably going to get murdered like right away. Uh, so... Uh, show Shishimaru, congratulations. You're next in line to get murdered. You're next. Yeah, guy I met once and know nothing about. You are in charge of whatever all this is. Where's that guy I fucked four minutes ago? There you are. You're in charge of a cult now, son. I mean, just in case I die, wink. Am I right? I'm going to die soon. Well, he actually does it a little more officially, Eli. He says, I hereby announce... My successor. And I think when you say hereby, that's like legalese. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Andrew, it's official, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have it at the front of all my child pornography. So uh, your position will be light of hope will be the name of your job. Yes. His official title is light of hope of the world. Right. So yeah. get murdered. Are you you're, you're, you're making me get murdered? I see visions, you know. Well, how do you qualify for that? Is that just a, is that night classes? Like, what do I need to know? <laughs> just like an <laughs> online certificate you buy, but you have to take a quiz, but you take it as many times as you want. Yeah, it's, it's pass fail. Yeah, exactly. a pretty good doctor without border. So, you know, <laughs> now you're in charge of taking down a magical Nazi emperor. Go. Yeah, now yeah. you're go. And there's just one moment I want to touch on. So like, he says like, hey, you're going to be in charge of the God cult, blah, 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 blah. blah. And, and shows like, oh, I don't know if I can handle that responsibility. And everyone sort of does the murmur, murmur. But one guy in the back goes, we love your show. You're going to nail it. You could tell the voice actor was speaking into a microphone, but trying to do a faraway voice. (laughs) We love your show. Echo, echo, I'm far away. Quiet, quiet. He's doing crescendos and decrescendos by moving the mic. Hey, man, that you're not. Don't do a run. Don't. He's doing a run. I just want to say it now. I want that guy in all future chosen one moments in movies. So my new successor will be Sho Chishimaru. I don't know that I'm up to the task. You can do it, Sho. Thank you, Dave. I can pull the sword from the stone. Fuck yeah. Way to go, Arthur. Yes. Thank you, Dave. Lord, please take this cup from me. Woo! Jesus! You can do it. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Not the time, Dave. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. You're the worst. Just like that. Exactly. (laughs) And then right after that, he's like, yeah, so you're a light of the hope of the world of the whole thing. 
Uh, quick thing, you'll also need to find the antidote to 400,000 suns. Um, the, <laughs> the Incas invented it back in the day, and um, it's under Lake Titicaca. So just go ahead and grab that, and we're all good. <laughs> yeah, they invented it and tossed it in the lake. And this is where uh, I, th- they definitely prove that Shoshoshosh is a moron <laughs> because he, he he is so fucking wooden, but he also repeats everything anybody says to him at half speed. <laughs> he does! <laughs> so the guy is like, you must find the sacred symbol. Then there's a long beat and he goes, the sacred symbol. symbol. Yes, God <laughs> damn it, you keep doing that. Don't. Jeez. Yes, I just fucking just, said it. Just say yes when you hear what I said. Oh, I hope someone murders me soon. <laughs> <laughs> and indeed, like literally, me. there's You're, not until <laughs> I'm killing you. Yeah, literally, just as they finish saying Lake Titicaca, they get attacked by an ambush of invisible, but now visible Nazi, not invisible. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. The point the, the best time to become visible is right in the moment of attack. Yeah, <laughs> the the Hermes Wings security guys are like, ah. Uh, I see what you did, but I can still see you. You're just like gray and fuzzy and uh, wearing a giant swastika outfit. You're, I mean, it's pretty, pretty conspicuous. Shoulder patch really gives you away there. <laughs> so yeah, the show and Reno, remember Reno? No, you don't because he will be introduced and die in this scene. Show Reno and the general, they all hide in a supply closet, but <gasps> Reno turns out to be the mole. Well, such a bummer. Yeah. I was really getting attached to that guy. Yep. <laughs> so uh, so he shoots Matthew Modine. Yep. And then he points his gun at Sho and Sho's like, all right, so I get it. You're you're the mole. You're, you're going to kill me then? And he's like, no, uh, no, I have a speech I would like to give first, please. <laughs> no, Mr. Bond. Damn it. I wanted to do my monologue when you were both alive. Okay, great. But I need you to like react like the general would because you're now the head of it. So just like give me both parts. Anyways, it is you who... And then as he's in the middle of his monologue, he gets pepper sprayed by a monk. Am I wrong? Suddenly monk! Uh, <laughs> yep, that is exactly what happens. So to be clear, a Tibetan monk uh, assuming good guy at this point was just standing outside of that supply closet waiting out the little speech. And well, then- he was... He was letting him get mid-speech. He was like, I don't want to go right in because that's like, oh, I didn't get to say anything. It's probably started with a good joke. Let me get 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 to that. Webster's Dictionary defines villain <laughs> All right, as, I'm going right, to go right in this with this right. Webster's Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so he hits them both with knockout gas and they fall asleep. So Sho wakes up and the ancient monks who dug up that pot a few minutes ago are... Watching him sleep? What well, happened to you? Not, not until we start the scene of this gripping action movie with about three solid minutes of just looking at the top of some curtains. <laughs> yep. Right? And I'm like, oh, what happened to the movie? Yeah. Hey, animators of this movie, you know what they call an animated movie where things don't move or happen? A painting. <laughs> it's a painting. <laughs> if we can get a painting of his mind space while meditating that'd be great for another three minutes perfect yeah so yeah they they let him know that the general is uh still dead but they uh they knocked out his murderer and him with uh the sleeping gas right they're not murderers that they said that themselves we're not killers yeah okay but didn't you guys just you heard him explain that he's a literal nazi spy i feel like this if there was one time that we could 
Murder. Did you hear me explaining that we're not murderers? <laughs> <laughs> and then they let him know that um, he's Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and the only character in this whole fucking movie that is in a hurry to deliver their shit lines is this 400 million year old Buddhist monk he's with the asthma. Best. Right? He just, this guy just runs through his lines as fast as he can. <laughs> it's like getting feedback from Noah. He's like, you're Buddha. And he's like, what do you mean? And the monk's like, I mean, you're fucking Buddha. What do you think I mean? Oh, I mean, uh, you're sitting on Buddha. No, you're Buddha. You're- <laughs> you are Buddha. Come on, dude. Come on. You saw us find that golden MacGuffin. It said you're definitely a Buddha and a magical luck dragon. Just be ready for that, too. That will come into play. <laughs> Yeah, And again, all he does is repeat back to these monks until they get entirely frustrated with him. They're like, you are the light and hope of the world. You mean I'm the light and hope? <laughs> yes, jeez. Can you not fucking hear me? Yeah. He's Chauncey the gardener. Actually, I know I said it right back to you. Do you guys mind if I flash back to somebody else earlier saying a light of hope for the world also? And then they actually oh, do that. They That's do. Right. They do. But then, of course, there's skeptical younger monk Who's like, you'll have to forgive me, but there's an intense interview process. Um, <laughs> are you Buddha? <laughs> yes. That's exactly what go. the Buddha would say. Buddha. He that's would say yes Buddha, to the question mark. Yep. <laughs> but remember, they found an other planet urn. Yes, this is where we learned that the urn they dug up earlier in the movie is 2,500 years old and made of alien metal. Yes. Right. And also, they're like, it's pure gold, but not of this planet, because it would have been impossible to have a gold <laughs> urn from 2,500 years ago. Just ask the makers of the golden treasures of Tutankhamun's tomb, which was a thousand <laughs> years before that. Right. Good. Good job, cult. Yeah. It's it's monoatomic gold, apparently. That's right. <laughs> yeah. He's about to leave, too. Show's like, OK, I'm the Buddha. I don't know. I. I got to go. I have a real thing to do. I got to go to like Peru and find the opposite of 400,000 suns in a lake. I really <laughs> don't have time for this. And they're like, bup, 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 bup. wait, um, have you read any David Icke? <laughs> and he's like, okay, go on, go on. Yeah. Well, and then they, they give him this book and yes, the guy they says, give the they give him a book and it says, learn about your true self. And he looks at the book and repeats back, Learn uh, 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 about your your true self for like three fucking minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's the monks giving him the book was fun too. I was like, oh man, they're about to give him a necklace and a demo CD. It's going to be a whole pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> but he reacts again like you do when someone gives you a book. He's just like, oh. A book. Yeah, I'm going to get right on this because you love to read. I do. I do love to read the books I choose for myself. Thank you (laughs) for inserting yourself into that process. (laughs) I love that you didn't wait for me to ask if you had any recommendations. You just gave it to me. Oh, you're you're giving me a a blank essay book with, oh, with an assignment (laughs) at the top. Cool. No, this is perfect because I didn't have any assignments. I needed an assignment. I haven't had homework in so many years. Uh, so, right, with the death of the planet, uh, inevitable, uh, Show gets right down to work uh, establishing himself as the head of Hermes' wings. <laughs> right, right. It's completely unclear what he's actually doing, right? So they show him walk to, like, a neighboring fucking county in real time. <laughs> and, and then there's a montage of him 
lecturing the HR department of like an orthodontic supply company <laughs> with no dialogue, yep. which is great filmmaking. And then we pointlessly cut to a scene from the pre-crime department of Minority Report <laughs> for no yep. reason at all. Just the sad music binds it all together. Oh, it's so dumb. He's just like, hey, guys, um, conference room really quick. So I'm the Buddha. Um, that's uh, just a small thing. Uh, also, this Nazi world takeover. Yeah, it's going to be a bear. Like we're going to need it's extra hours for everybody. Yeah, it's going to be. We're going to buckle down. Uh, I'm going to go meditate. Great. Bye. Exactly. I wanted him to do like a developers conference style announcement about it. He just brings up a picture of the Buddha on the screen. What does the Buddha mean to you? <laughs> Introducing me. <laughs> Light and hope of the world. Everybody repeat this back to me. Nope. Nope. One at a time. One at a time. You go. Look, it says it says right on the business cards. Here. There, there it is. CEO <laughs> manager. Uh, go ahead and pass that Light around. of the world. Pass that around. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I will need that back. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we check on uh, Waka Waka Ipoke, who's doing his affirmations in an empty chair. What's happening in this scene? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Nazi Cobra commander is like just talking to himself. Is he talking to himself or like the fucking Wizard of Oz? It's really not clear. Very yeah. unclear and will never be answered. Ted, he's actually talking to an empty chair. And I was like, is that you, Clint Eastwood? <laughs> is that you under that oh, mask? If the mask comes off at the end of this movie and this was Clint Eastwood, once again, my favorite film. Yeah, worth worth every 900 minutes of this thing. <laughs> Still better than Gran Torino. <laughs> right, but he's just sitting there being like, I'm the only perfect man on earth. Isn't that right, Wizard of Oz? Uh, also, can I ask you a question? But don't do the lightning whip thing, because I know I've been doing that to people who ask questions. And then he gets lightning attacked. <laughs> he lightning, yeah, he lightning attacks himself by because like, he angers oh, his inner. That's himself because this guy. Okay, I thought it was Unclear. how he orgasmed. I was like, what? <laughs> why did he do no, that? No, it's definitely Mark's thing. Yep. Yeah, it's yep. totally it. That's how the, 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 all the, the men in the killer family have a yep. very intense orgasm. <laughs> have a very strong electricity-based orgasm. Yes. <laughs> right. I get it. Look, Google and trainer. But we're, we're supposed to get the hint that there's like an evil demon inside of him, right? That's kind of what's yes. being claimed here. Right. Uh, sure. Meanwhile, in Japan, Sho is meditating again and gets interrupted by a... A glowing body pillow? What's happening? <laughs> what is this? Oh, Oren Ishii that he comes across in a yep. beautiful grove of <laughs> pink flowers falling down from a tree. Yeah. 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 After 59 minutes of an establishing shot of the trees blowing in the wind, we finally get to the, you know, geisha ghost appearing to him. Yeah. And it turns out that this lady is the protector of the heart of the spirit of Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's doing a killer job of it, too. Yeah. yeah. And, he's, and he's like, you're real? And she has this amazing moment, again, that they just kept in the movie where she's like, I mean, you see me. So, yes, I yep. am. I'm real. Magical protector of Japan. But, you know, Article 9 is really fucking me over. So, <laughs> yes, uh, she, she says that Article 9 is the problem and that devils in the world represent all the evil, rape, murder, 
and atheism. <laughs> That's her list. Yes. Devil's cause all the evil, rape, murder, and atheism in the world. And while she's saying that, we see like books yes. behind her to represent all the evil. We have, um, I think it's supposed to be Richard Dawkins, but I'm not sure. But we definitely <laughs> yeah. have Marks. Nietzsche, who people who watched the last movie know, is a great villain for this cult. And Darwin. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I said her her main ghost power is like a haunted tour of magazine subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> this whole movie makes me feel like I ate a loaf of ketamine. Like I can't. The t- I, my sense of time is completely fucked. Like I don't yeah. understand anything anymore. Yeah. So uh, he's just like, great. So you're a god. Um, and there's other gods, too. Oh, so you're like in a league of gods. Did you guys want to have a quick meeting about giving extremely powerful technology to Nazis or just creating <laughs> Nazis? I don't know. Just it seems like this is on you. Maybe you guys could do something. Yeah. yeah. But no, 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 not at all. In fact, he asks her directly, he's like, can I change the future? Because I'm seeing these bad things with my visions. And she says, this is real. I can't tell you if you can change the future, but I can tell you that nothing will change if you don't try to change the future. (laughs) So get in there, sport. Get in there. Yeah. I just wrote in my notes, what? (laughs) Hey, uh, I get that you're a god, but have you heard of the trolley dilemma? So <laughs> no action, no change. That's not universal. <laughs> and of course, she says to just the right fella that a savior that will start a new religion is needed. Now, Mormon here, Geisha Ghost, we are way ahead of you. We got this. Back the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Way, encringing on Mormon territory is a big part of happy science. We've got a weird rapist that did just this. So back off. <laughs> back off. Exactly. So now it's time to head back to the Golam Empire. So Lekachan can nag Benihana Ipoke about the sun bomb some more. She's really worried that thing is going <laughs> to blow up the world. Yeah. Right. And she's, they're in the like even more Larry Lair part of the lair now. And she's like, hey, uh, just this occurred to me just now. Um, is this a fucking lair? And he's like, what? No, no, not at all. Okay. But you know, I, do you see all the catwalks? It just feels like we're the bad guys. They always have catwalks, and there's like a <laughs> yeah. clearly a weapon labeled most destructive weapon. I know I made that, but it's it's in a lair, and it just kind of all came together for me. Yeah. I don't know how I thought this was all going to turn out as a peacekeeping mission, the whole sun bomb thing. Maybe I thought like <laughs> a big cookout or something. Look, I, I want to own this, too. I want to own a part of this. <laughs> Well, and he says to her, you know, it's some, he's, he's trying to impress her, I guess. And he says, soon I shall become the sole ruler of this world. Long pause. The supreme ruler of Earth. Again, twice with every fucking line. What? Like, <laughs> they were struggling to get this up to a lean nine-hour running time, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. And this is where uh, evil Cobra Commander Nazi guy is like, yeah, so we're going to test the... Um, the giant sun bomb and she's like we're testing it we're gonna test it um testing it on which continent gotta assume that's gonna catch the eye i just feel like the good guys are gonna see it the four hundred thousand suns thing you know yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of photons there right but he gets sick of her back talk and he tries to demon choke her but luckily she has an an anti-demon choke bracelet yeah it's a good standard <laughs> issue <laughs> yeah. but 
<laughs> she, she doesn't really use it for like anything impactful. She's just like, all right, well, don't make me do anti-magic on your choke using my bracelet. All right, well, that's it. Fine. Uh, that's it. I'm doing it. I'm rearranging these couches with yes. my power. Yes. Well, he first he throws the couches at her and they kind of miss. And then after she gets free of her, his neck breaking thing, she uses the bracelet to put them back. Like, yes, yeah. she, she, he, puts the ca- she rearranges the living room, which is no wonder he thinks she's good wife material. There you go. Feng Shui yeah. in your face. Eat it. <laughs> My notes for this scene is she's leaving. Are you mad? You seem mad. <laughs> Love you. Like a chan. Sorry, don't do this. Did you say anything? What after I said is I love this, you? Did is this because I tried to choke you with my demon powers? <laughs> I'd love to see the on-screen series of texts from like two hours later. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that was weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's been crazy at work lately. I'm taking over the world. I've got this ultimate destructive weapon to name, and I'm just totally blocked. And then uh, just her bubble, just her little thing bubble coming up. I, I see that you're typing into the thing. I, I know I just said, hey, and uh, but I and you hate when just a hey by itself. And now I'm following up before you said anything. I just, it seems like you're about to, you go, you go, you go. This is a text. Leaving Sakanaka killer on red. <laughs> Still better than this movie. Right. So meanwhile, it's the Golden Empire in the Sea of Japan. Japan is freaking out about the whole Nazi China thing. Um, and the government is useless because of the Title IX crap, which means that Japan's only chance is a giant, giant eight-headed cloud dragon, dragon summoned by a body, body pillow. pillow. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 Exactly. That's where exactly this movie right. was leading. That's, mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's what happens. <laughs> and there's just one little moment I want to touch on in this, like, freaking out about China thing. Uh, there's, they're like, oh no, they're coming for us. Their ships are landing any moment. And then one guy goes, I said we should make a stronger alliance with America. <laughs> and another character goes, no, you didn't. <laughs> Again, I want that conversation to continue. Just, no, you didn't, Kyle. Well, I was gonna, but you interrupted me. No, you always do this. This is why you don't have two siblings in your war cabinet, right? Because they just, it's the same fight they've been having for 40 years. So, and you guys remember when all the good guy nations wanted us to be their friends? Remember that, guys? Oh, oh that was way fun. back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> so, right, the, the ships are about to land and take over Japan, but uh, that's okay because Body Pillow Lady summons a giant eight headed lizard cloud dragon called the Righteous Holy Beast. <laughs> like, who the fuck was in charge of the names in this movie? Yep. I want them to see a fucking shrink and then repeat grades two through 12. Like they need more help than any of us are qualified to give. Right. And she summons this dragon because I think we're we're to assume she's a goddess and she hears the U.S. call Japan and be like, I don't know, guys, I think you guys need to deal with the Nazi empire because you're um, closer. (laughs) I think FDR actually said the same thing. So, you know. Yep. History. Yeah. Very stirring. Just America sends them a text of us with our finger on the tip of our nose. Not it. Oh, (laughs) shit. All right. And I got to ask this this woman, if she could summon the righteous holy beast to save all Japan with just a shake of her little leafy wind chime. Where was she in the summer of 1945? Yeah. She she comes back from vacation. (laughs) Oh, there were a couple real bad days. 
<laughs> Woof. I had the flu this week. Did I miss anything? <laughs> oh. oh. Wow, a lot of you are shadows. A lot of you are shadows. Forever in concrete. <laughs> um, yeah. But Godam, uh, Shanana, uh, Ben Stiller, he farts out a dragon of his own, and they fight. It's a dragon battle, and and the evil dragon wins? <laughs> I wanted one guy in the meeting to raise his hand and be like, oh, you have an evil cloud dragon to fight the good one? So, sorry, sorry, just, um, I'll lightning whip myself. I'll just, I'll just do it myself and leave. You know, I hate to be the guy who always, who sees every solution as a nail when he's got a hammer, but this, like, dragon just versus dragon really seemed like the moment. Right away, use the dragon. Just forever, <laughs> when we have a thing, you just use the dragon. Great. Yeah, I see I see now how dragon fits into a lot of situations. Almost all of them for, you know, Nazi empire taking over the world. It's just all dragons. And what this movie was missing was a jarring shift in terrible animation styles. So I'm glad we finally got there. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the animation team for Bal Ganesh took over for exactly 30 seconds. <laughs> it does. But they'll be back. They'll be back. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, the, the, the bad dragon wins kind of because the good, good dragon will be back later, but but the, the the evil Chinese Nazis start to invade the shores of Japan. By harassing kind of a little fishing, fishing village. Yeah, they're yeah. like just going like fuck shit up. Pushing people around. <laughs> right. So that's that's discouraging for show, to say the least. So he um he goes to Japanese body pillow lady to ask her, you know. What she would say he does here, since his future vision and meditating doesn't seem to really be working. And he's like, I don't, I was meditating, but don't you have a fucking magic dragon too? You want to, you want to give me the yeah. spell for that? I'll do the spell if you're tired of doing the spell. I don't know. Come on, lady. I would have given a thousand dollars if she just turned to him and said, you're kind of a shit Buddha. <laughs> also, really quick, can we meet somewhere else? You're, I mean, we just keep, you're a goddess. I feel like I'm. I'm wasting a bunch. I'm walking up to this grove. It's there's like a big steps thing. It's really buggy here. Like I know it's not when you're here, but when you go, there's a lot of bugs. A lot of bugs. <laughs> Apart from the bugs, also the Nazi invasion is happening right now. And we're wasting a lot of time. Just a lot of time. A lot of there's a lot of commute going on for this relationship. And there's also this. He constantly keeps saying, "Well, there's nothing I can do to change this," and it's like, "No, dude, you're one unarmed." slow-witted, terrible cartoon character. You cannot stop an amphibious invasion with overwhelming air support. It's like he's the one on fucking ketamine. <laughs> it really is. So yeah, we get a we get a couple of terrifying flashes of uh, Goldam-run Japan where people aren't allowed to speak against the government. And, um, and the weirdest possible take in this movie, which is that if China takes over, they'll make us apologize for the rape of Nanking. That's right. And that's wow. the thing is I read about this, these fucking happy science loonies and they absolutely deny any Japanese atrocities in World War II. So there no rape of Nanking. The Korean comfort women never happened, not the Bataan Death March. But sure, it's science, you know, happy historical revisionism science. I'm just saying they're stealing a lot of the Mormon stuff. They're taking the Thank history you. thing. Thank There's... you for that, Eli. <laughs> they owe you guys some kind of royalty. Yeah. That's all I'm Andrew, saying. if you're listening... We're suing happy We're science. We're suing happy science yes. on behalf of Mormonism. We're taking their dragon. <laughs> right. So with with Japan in that terrible estate, it's time for show to sit down and meditate. <laughs> but like he means it this time. 
I wanted it to pan over and there's like another guy meditating also out in the forest in the middle of nowhere. And just like, dude, I'm <laughs> I'm the reincarnation of Buddha. What do you do? No, I am. I am. Oh, it's because we're both trying to go in the door at the same time. We need to pivot. You go first. Maybe I'll those go. fucking monks were just covering their bases and they told a bunch of guys, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Scatter shot. Yeah. He's just playing the odds. Right. So he meditates himself into space. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I literally wrote in my notes at this point, not knowing what happened next. Sure, meditating in space like you hold the earth, show me some fucking god eagle or get the fuck out. And who should appear but motherfucking god eagle? Actually, it was Moroni, clearly. Was Moroni <laughs> coming to bestow the Melchizedek priesthood. I mean, the sacred ritual. That's what I mean. Yeah, so this is Happy Science's Moroni, and he comes to the head of this cult slash all the protagonists in all of their movies so far to be like, hi, I'm from an unspecified Native American slash Atlantean place. I am you in a past life. You have performed the sacred ritual to call UFOs. Here's my friend from Venus. (laughs) Right. That's right. I'm a deus ex deus. I'm just deus. I'm God. I'm God. It's going to be fine. Yeah. So exactly. There's Venus guy. So now there's alien druids, which for a movie where nothing fucking happens, it really does have it all. Right. Yep. And then there's the best question ever. And this is where the, the, the dub in English completely fell off because it was amazing where he just said, why are you? That's it. Just why are (laughs) you? (laughs) Yeah. Nice. But yeah, we learned that there was a an advanced civilization on Venus. Yep. And they they all died. Well, cuz the average daily temperature on Venus is 864 degrees Fahrenheit. So Well, that's why their skin is blue. <laughs> so yeah. So the 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 god eagle guy who just appeared while he was meditating, I'm not making this up. We watched the movie, you have to believe me. The god eagle guy who just appeared, he was the ancient king of an Incan empire and now you need to take my glowy Venusian transporter to Lekachan's house because she is a protagonist now. That's right. Suddenly. So and the, the Venusian guy says, points to this like beam of light and says, please ride on this. Now, next time a strange man in the forest wearing a cape says, please ride on this, you'll know better. It's a bitter lesson, <laughs> but a critical one for every boy to learn. Just Absolutely. trust your Uncle Mark. It's in the Dangerous Book for Boys. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, now we know that if Nazis ever start taking over, we just Again. need to get the uh, god of the Inca tribe and the ancient race of the planet Venus to help us out. So, Again. obviously, good information. And now that we're all resting easy, we're going to take a quick break. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell. Will a nuclear hegemon run by a Nazi take over the world? Yes. (laughs) Find out why you too should realize this 2012 movie was inspired by prophetic visions from God when we return for the extremely accurate conclusion of The Mystical Laws. (sighs) All right. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for coming to the second meeting of... Golden Empire. Okay, uh, first, real quick, just want to reemphasize that any in-office conflict should be brought straight to HR. Also, uh, shocking someone to death with an electric whip is a 
officially unacceptable. Didn't think I would have to Sorry. say that, but Sorry. Yep, that's on me. Um, yep, that is on you. I'm looking right at you. So, good. Okay, that's all clear. It's fine. It's fine. We've all moved past it. We'll be all right. Uh, okay. Uh, like a Chan, you have a presentation for us today on the ultimate destructive weapon. I do. The ultimate destructive weapon will release an explosion 400,000 times the heat of Earth's sun. But I warn you, it could destroy the Earth. Um, the power, uh, the power no, no, that sorry, I will. Sorry, yeah, you're, you're, you sound excited, but uh, really quick, I just. I'm just question. building a speech, actually. Yep, I was going to do no, a whole yep, thing. Yeah, I got that. You're, you're building a thing. But um, just oh. a quick question for Ms. Chan. So your thing that's 300,000 times hotter than the sun. 400,000. Um, right, right. 400,000. My bad. Uh, how does that not destroy the entire earth uh sorry i don't understand the question sure sure yeah no let me let me be clear you said it could destroy the earth um how does placing something 400,000 times hotter than the sun in any possible way not definitely destroy the entire planet well honestly i'm not sure okay well that doesn't help at all. So I'd like to vote now. So uh, everyone against destroying the planet with the admittedly aptly named ultimate destructive weapon. Everybody against? Everybody. Okay, everybody's against it. Great. Oh, really? Oh, man. Oh, you weren't? You were the... Well, no, yeah. Um, sorry. Better luck next time. Uh, okay. Uh, next up, Tata got to murder. I noticed you raised your hand just now. You were the only one. Um, but different thing. Why are you wearing a mask? I was wondering that too. Yeah. Uh, it's for science. Sure. Right. Um, what science though? Uh, don't just say science again. Just be more. Science. Okay. Let's take five. Can we all take five? I'm from Venus. Yep. Yeah, we know. You keep saying that. <laughs> and we're back. When we left off, the reincarnation of Buddha was flying to China on a Venusian spaceship to give a magical Nazi empress a stern talking to, I believe. That's what was <laughs> Indeed he was. And, and I just want to say this now. He floats on over, and what race are you is always a bad opener. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right, exactly. Before we begin... Let's make sure everybody knows what race we all are. That's, that's just good get-to-know-you manners in our imperialism apologist cult. You know, eugenics, the happy science. He actually says, he sees the Nazi empress lady, and he's like, hmm, you don't look Asian. <laughs> she's like, yeah, well, I mean, neither do any of the main characters. It's not. Did you see Ghost in the Anime. Shell? That was, that was racist, right? <laughs> So he says, what race are you? He means what alien race are you? We're about to learn. But she gets mad and she she like ties him up with her like special bracelet. But then he calls on the angels of heaven and the angels of heaven grab her. Right. That, previously not introduced. But did you also notice that her alien Wonder Woman lasso thing had a very clearly dedicated camel toe restraint? It did. It very much did. Like, yes. It was tying down the head of his peen very, very clearly. 
Look, she's learned from Takabaka Killer that you got to tie that thing down firm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's, no, she's no dummy. But yeah, the, she gets grabbed by these angels. And again, my best worst for this movie was almost best worst power I didn't know I had until a second ago. Because she's like, wait, you have angel powers? And he's like, yes. Um, oh, those that's nothing. <laughs> they, There's more. They really, the angels, they hate regressive feminist magic and you were doing the Wonder Woman thing. <laughs> so. so at this point, he's, he's not only has he met a, a Venus butler, uh, and he now meets a Swedish alien from Vega named Theta. <laughs> yeah. So her name ha- is, is Theta. Theta. So happy science is just Scientology minus the long honorable history and gravitas. Okay. I got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Minus the publication history. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And she explains that her people came here from Vega as immigrants. And I, I wrote in my notes, oh, how awesome would it be if we just had an hour of them filling out forms for the next little movie? <laughs> <laughs> Waiting in line at the office. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They said come Getting Tuesday. Their, <laughs> having their babies taken away. Okay, come on. <laughs> we are white aliens. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Give it back. <laughs> so she, she explains that her planet was peaceful, but there were two warlike planets on either side of her and one of those planets used the giant sun bomb which she now gave to Takanaka killer it's unclear why she gave the bomb that destroyed her planet away yeah that's true and and she said that and this is baffling guys and i'm not sure if happy science has different methodology than than normally emotional science but the the ultimate precious sacred super weapon killed the core of their planet making the weather bad. So they moved into <laughs> the core of their planet. <laughs> I am a little lost. Guys, you know what's unoccupied right now. Hear me out. The <laughs> core that just got murdered. <laughs> yep. So they all decide to move to Earth and we get the most blatant piece of political propaganda here. And it's terrifying. How pre- Again, this is a 2012 movie, and they actually say, yeah, so we moved to Earth, and uh, we we're trying to decide, you know, where specifically on Earth to go. Here's the thing. Countries that don't have citizenship questions on their census are super easy to infiltrate. So <laughs> that's, that's where we went. Right. And what was it? They don't count spirituality as something. And it's like, oh, China. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And we we see them like body snatching Chinese people because they don't have citizenship questions or religion. Right. right. Like they tried to do it in America and someone was like, name, first name and last name. And they were like, fuck, never mind. (laughs) Went over to China. I want to be a peasant. Right. We we get a flashback to her meeting uh, Tapataka Killer. Uh, which is where they have the amazing, <laughs> why are you wearing a mask? It's the best. Yes. It's, this is what I I'm doing an experiment. This is what I love. He's, he's such a typical military man, young Blagalaga killer, with his crisp uniform, his sweet Eddie Van Halen blowout hairdo, <laughs> and his Harlequin mask from Eyes Wide Shut. He is the very model of a modern major general. <laughs> and, and she's like, hello, sir, you have... Ah, nice eyes, mask. Sorry. Ah, sorry. <laughs> Don't mention mask. the mask. You have a mask. Mask. Try not to look Ooh. at the mask. Stop poking <laughs> the mask. I'm poking the mask. Right. But basically, they make a deal that if she helps him with their 
vegan technology. What's the mask made of? Sorry, sorry. I just, it's, I'm curious. I'm poking it. It feels like a how do you like eat? a polycarbonate? Do you take it off sometimes? Do you have more than one? There's no mouth hole. How are you talking? Is the dishwasher safe? Like, how does, does this smell weird that? in there? <laughs> but yeah, she agrees to use their vegan technology to help him, and as a result, he will give the vegans the continent of Africa. <laughs> yes, That's the best one. I want it so badly for a flash forward to them all in Africa. Oh, hey, Theta, did you check this uh, spot out before you arranged for this? Because it seems, I want to say, less great than all the other continents. Got to say, if I'm just (laughs) one note, a lot of Ebola. Apparently, vegans in their culture don't understand what an opening bid is, right? (laughs) (laughs) Slide a piece of paper back across the table at him. South America. (laughs) (laughs) I love that she also cannot hold up under questioning. They're sitting there, and he's like, are you from another planet? And she says nothing. And he goes, are you? And she's like, I'm from Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) And at one point, they have a little standoff, too. She's like, okay, so what do you want? And he's like, what do you want? And (laughs) they stare at each other for a while. Feels like they should have hammered this out before the meeting. And then finally, it's like... (laughs) Okay, are you a magic alien who wants to take over the world? Yes, magic alien, take over the world. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Same page. Finally. We're the same page. Good. I was worried you were going to be into a sex thing because let me tell you, down there, it is just teeth. <laughs> teeth on <laughs> teeth. on teeth. Do you wear the mask during sex? Do you take it off for that? <laughs> no? Right. And then with that flashback out of the way, she gives this insane monologue about how she... When she moved to Earth, she became from Earth because her people are now Earth people. Oh my Earth, God. earthy, Earth, Earth. <laughs> yeah. Earth, Earth. I was dying. And, it was like, I love Earth people, love, love, Earth people, planet, love, people, planet, Earth, love, of planet, love, Earth, <laughs> Earth of love. Like to, And then she concludes, you understand the significance of my tears, which is, by the way, significance of my tears, name of my emo solo project when Gam goes under, in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> And I, I don't know if you guys saw this. And I included a picture just so it was very graphically obvious. Oh, her looking exactly like a penis? <laughs> exactly. When, <laughs> when you're looking at, at him over her back, her like flesh tone vegan hairdo is a, she looks like a giant cock She's just a rocking around cock in front of him. Through the rest of the movie. And honestly, if like three minutes beforehand, she'd been like, here, my healing goo. And she like rubs her sides for a second. <laughs> blasts him in the face. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, happy science cult. You win this one. It's like one of those secret Disney cutscenes, but for like five minutes of penis. It's just <laughs> right. Porn. Yeah. So with that insane conversation out of the way, show he's going to meditate some more. He's going to meditate some more. <laughs> yeah. What this, this movie needs is some more nothing. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He doesn't meditate very well. Too, because he's like, oh, man, Incas, God, Nazis, the fire stuff, the world getting killed by sons, Cobra Commander. Meditation is really hard right now. I'm really, sorry, one, two, (laughs) really three, Nazis, one. (laughs) It's like when I meditate. (laughs) (laughs) 
So this is where we reveal the, the villains of the movie. Any guesses on what the villains of the movie might be? Did you guess space dinosaurs that are going to step in as soon as they fire the ultimate weapon? No? Then you're not watching this movie! <laughs> it's like, oh, it's the third act. It's time to introduce an entirely new storyline and new characters that have nothing to do with anything. So it's like the Nemoidian Trade Federation shows up to block <laughs> Earth and they're they're here to eat us. They're going to take yep. the people, but they can't do it until we attempt to self-destruct because that's They've part of the Galactic Treaty. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. The dinosaurs. But but they are allowed to eat us once they take over, right? So they're going to speak appeal to some like corporate body of super intelligent alien beings and be like, "Well, they fired the sun thing. All right, you get to invade and eat them." Okay, good. <laughs> Do you have your I-54 form? Ah, you know, I have these tiny little T-Rex arms. <laughs> Can I get that to you Monday? Well, you know, without laws, Eli, what are we, right? What are we? <laughs> what are we but space T-Rexes? I say it all the time. In in velvet cloaks. <laughs> Can you send this as a PDF? Because this, I don't know what you, I don't know what you sent me. This, this isn't it. So, show gathers the humans and the members of the Hermes cult all over the world to infiltrate the evil base to try to steal slash deactivate the sun weapon. <laughs> kind of took me a while to land here. Obviously, this should have been the plan the whole time. We could have started the movie here. We're going to stop be honest, the guys. Nazis is the plan. Stop the sun bomb. <laughs> the three meditation montages feel really silly now that we're going with a go there and stop something plan. <laughs> right. A, a very non-Buddhist approach to this particular problem. <laughs> right. And the whole world is on board with this, by the way. That's the other detail we get here is that the, the planets, by the way, are all together like a living thing. The planets. And mm. if yep. people are about to destroy the planet, then the, the planet being part of the planets will <laughs> destroy the planet to prevent the planet from being destroyed. That's right. And we know that's not true because we're having this conversation. <laughs> right. But here we are talking about it. Should have killed us fucking yeah. dead by right. now. And we see like a montage of like all the different countries having big meetings at their palace to be like, so Nazis are bad, right? We're going to stop the Nazis. And one of them it was, it was my favorite little moment. We get to see like the Angela Merkel of this movie be like, okay, so this is kind of funny. Um, we're we're teaming up with the not Nazis this time. So you guys are going to laugh at this. Believe me. <laughs> oh, I wanted so badly to just cut over to America where everyone's like, I mean, as long as we don't punch them, guys, can we focus? That's right. <laughs> New York Times writing think pieces. Has the left gone to? No, no, stop it. Has the Buddha gone too far? I love the way that they, they portrayed these speeches. They were trying to make some kind of stirring visual moment here, and it just looked like the people speaking were rolling past the crowds on airport people movers, <laughs> just kind of shouting in horrendous Russian and German. And I, I enjoyed that. I liked that. <laughs> so, yeah, they they make a plan. The whole world is on it. And so they um they sneak into the base using their goggles of invisibility and then, okay, correct me if I'm wrong here. The, the sneak into the base, the bad guys show up, all the good guys have guns, and the moment the bad guys show up, the good guys drop those guns and and form a laser shield turtle. 
Yep, that's what happens. Yeah. The, 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 Why did they bring the, the guns? The commander guy yeah. is like, oh, bad guys are here, defense formation, and that means <laughs> drop your guns and all stand together as one big target. I, I think I would probably ask for a transfer from a unit. Just like defense formation entailed dropping their machine guns and grouping up in a tight little bunch, right? <laughs> right. So they're, they're getting shot at by the bad guys. And and Sho realizes that his people are all going to get killed. So he um yells stop and everybody stops shooting. But what was amazing, again, <laughs> this fucking guy, he, he shouts, I don't want to lose. And then the pause. Right. <laughs> Any more friends? Pause, pause, keep pausing. Let it linger. Pause. Let's inhabit the silence together. Pause for just a tick. Who are fighting for the earth? It's the best. <laughs> what? And again, all I want is a real time remake of this movie so that everyone else is just standing around going, Is he done talking? <laughs> he seems. He's, it's like he's moving in slow motion between words. For I'm going to shoot him in the face. Yeah, told you. Oh, <laughs> come on. He was doing oh, he's, the rest of it. He needs, he needs an annoying friend that tries to finish all his sentences for him. <laughs> right? <laughs> fighting, for, fighting for the people. The earth. Venus? Oh, the earth. No, the earth. no, not Venus. God, I was getting. Uh, right. But yeah, he basically, the, he says, no, I'll turn myself in. Don't kill my friends. And so... He's kidnapped and taken. We'll stop if you stop. What are you talking about? We're killing you. You you stop getting killed, but that works. Time out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that I, works. I, I have another wardrobe note here, which is that for some reason, when the reincarnated Buddha is sneaking into the most guarded military base in the world, he chose a very smart... Ski goggles! Well, and a navy blue <laughs> safari blazer with, with gold piping and really bold cuffs, you know? Yeah. You know when you leave the house feeling pretty confident about a, a really daring outfit and only to feel like a total douche after the big gun battle in your stupid Commodore's blouse? I feel your pain. He's walking through Nazi China with a bunch of people wearing that stuff. What are you guys doing? Uh, musical. Yeah. Not... Just a sergeant... Pepper. No. <laughs> Sergeant Pepper Stone, the invisible goggles, and formation. Right. So he he's kidnapped and they take him to the public execution venue. Yes. Maybe maybe call it something else. I don't know. Just any other yeah. name. The big, the, the Kilosseum. Just come up with like something clever. I don't know. There you see. They, and they, it has an announcer because it literally opens up with like, hello, public execution venue. Are you ready to kill? <laughs> exactly. Well, and I got to say, this is actually one place where the happy science kind of got something Chinese right. Yeah, they do. They do kill a lot of people. Look, and, and at least they make it fun. That's all I'm going to say. They make it a spectacle. Yeah, exactly. Kim Jong-un gets it. That's right. So show is getting ready to be executed on a crucifix or... As it's otherwise known, on the nose. <laughs> yeah. But at least it was 9,000 feet hall, tall, right? It was pretty amazing. Do you guys feel Very like tasteful. it's... Is it too much? Should we... Yeah. Should we turn it sideways? No, okay. No, still basically the same. Uh, yeah. Also, just to be clear, he's on the cross, but he's going to be killed by firing squad. Right. Yeah. And I really want to know if there was like a meeting somewhere where some guy was like, okay, so we're... We're crucifying him, right? Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, ew, gross. And he was like, oh, we're we're shooting him on a cross. Okay. All right. Firing Seems squad. like a weird. But we're, we're going to do that in an arena. It's a circular formation. We're going to do a <laughs> firing squad in the arena. Yeah, you got to be sure. There's going to be a lot of bad seats. <laughs> 
And I wanted like, like, because this is a, an atheist Nazi empire, right? It's supposed to be like a secular uh-huh. society. I wanted like Andrew Seidel to walk in and be like, hi, uh, sorry to interrupt you. You can't have this cross in a public <laughs> execution venue. No good. Just tied up in litigation for years. Right. Got to take the arms off. And then Lucian rolls in with Baphomet. Well, I've brought this. <laughs> <laughs> right. So everyone in the world is forced to watch it. So it's like Game of Thrones that way. <laughs> and then uh, they kill him by firing squad. I have a question about this firing squad moment. They're like, three, two, one. In the cartoon that they drew that they have complete control over, <laughs> did one guy fuck up the timing or did I imagine yeah, that? No, they were off. Yeah, they were not in sequence. <laughs> there is. It goes three, two, one, blam. And then there's one guy who's like, oh shit, blam. <laughs> <laughs> did you see? Did everyone see? Fuck. Well, also, so you know, they, there was no warm up act. They just go right to the main event. Right. And I just I, I just hope that people didn't pay too much for the good seats. I think they got ripped off. Yeah, you got to have like a warm-up comedian or something. I don't know. Get Daniel Tosh out there to roast him first. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they, there's this long fucking thing because everything's a long fucking thing. This long fucking thing where they set up, you know, he's got this, this gaze where he can gaze into people's eyes. So they spend all this time of having him look down the gun sights of all the executioners. And you're like, oh, he's going to use his earth love, Inca God love earth love to, to, to... no. And they just shoot nope. him. They just shoot him? Like, why did you do that? He's dead. And Lekachan, this is amazing. He gets shot and Lekachan stands up. She doesn't say we shouldn't have killed him. He was the Buddha. He was the hope of the world. She just stands up and she's like, I am an alien. (laughs) Yeah. Also, um, it's the best non sequitur. Probably should have thought of this before the Nazi execution, but uh, I also have resurrection powers and a Starfleet. I should, I really should have mentioned this, but maybe I'll use it now. Yeah. Well, I, I can offer a little information here because, I, you know, I'm from Utah where we have the, the firing squad. And if you're going to come out as gay, that's the best time is right after the <laughs> right after the firing squad. Because then it just kind of throws everybody off and then you can be under the radar for a while. So it's uh, look, it's when you're valedictorian of BYU and right after the fa- firing squad, you've only got two choices. That's it. That's all you've got. Otherwise, it's, right. otherwise it's you on that cross. And <laughs> my favorite other moment right after the, the gunshots where he gets shot and we pan over to... The Tibetan monk guys who are in the audience watching this happen, and one of them's like, "Fuck, oh god, he's he's just dead." I totally, totally thought he was the Buddha. We were pretty. What the fuck, Rajiv? Like, I told you that staring thing was stupid. And we did you look him up? Is he definitely the Buddha? No. <laughs> I asked him the question. I asked him the question. I tell I said, you. Yeah. You feel like this is our fault? This could be our fault. <laughs> yeah. After that happens, I. What shows soul flies to space to be revived by Thoth, <laughs> Lamu, Rantel Cow or God Eagle from before, Ophelius, Hermes, and Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> Where they explain that they are him, they're all souls of the same person, the future and the past. And we made Nazis. Really makes you think. <laughs> you know, it uh, reminds me of a little wisdom uh, my mother passed on to me, which is, you know, don't leave the home in a nautical blouse you don't want to be killed in on live global TV. <laughs> right? I believe that you got that advice multiple times throughout your youth, Mark. So many times. That right now. <laughs> so many right, times. So with, with that pep talk from at least four fictional characters out of the way, it's time for show to... Uh, 
wake up. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. So Cobra Commander guy is like, uh, murder him again, I guess. I don't know. Shoot him again. <laughs> they can't do it. They're like, He's too shiny. <laughs> It would have been the best if they just shot him again and then credits. Oh my gosh. Shows back up at Thoth and Buddha. Yeah, you know what? Why don't you hang with us for a little while? I don't think this is going to work out. <laughs> Let's let this blow over. Let's let this blow over. Jesus resurrects right. himself and then everybody's just like, all right, crucify him again, I guess. Great. Again? I guess. Holes are already there. So that's <laughs> handy. Ha <laughs> ha! Get it? Handy. Uh, Good one. Just a little crucifixion. <laughs> Well, apparently Emperor Klakalaka Killer can't l- cut the live television feed for some reason, so that's beyond his power. <laughs> yeah, he's riffing like it's the fucking Jerry Lewis telephone. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get Papa right back here in a second. I miss him. I miss him. I miss him. <laughs> so now it's time for everyone to have a, a, a Balganesh Golden Laser Cloud Hydra versus Volcano Evil Dragon battle yeah yep so i had fallen mostly asleep on the couch with this playing (laughs) and i suddenly became conscious when this was on and i was like oh i must have just skipped four movies i don't know what's happening (laughs) like youtube is just showing me more of this stuff no it's the same movie (laughs) the bad guys from mist are there and some 90s video game characters are there and like goku from dragon ball z shows up for a second it is very unclear what's happening in this battle yeah very unclear it's a it's like 16-bit army of darkness i was completely lost right the the good guy goddess lady alien vega the venetian whatever her name was she's like all right well uh you got the evil dragon cloud dragon guy coming out i'm gonna summon angels of every ethnic stereotype to be on the good guys (laughs) she does she pulls it like just a series of deleted people from the it's a small world after all ride (laughs) no take the nose down give it to the vegans give it to yeah they're all characters from pre-1965 disney classics right right (laughs) <laughs> so they all, they all, all the animated figures fight for a second, and then the bad guy grabs the good lady, and he's gonna make her push the world destroying button, and he's gonna kiss her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and she escapes, but he he goes to whip her, but he misses and accidentally electrocutes himself to death instead. I, this was so baffling. So it, <laughs> the stupid electric, electrical whip thing, is it a comedy beat? I don't know because I got up to make dinner when it started. I checked, <laughs> I checked back in when the turkey was done to see if it was still going. It was. Then decided a couple pies from scratch might be fun for the kids. So I popped those out <laughs> after 40 minutes. And then I just caught the end of him getting electrocuted. Yep. Did I, did I miss some critical pathos while I was busy? Absolutely nothing. You got all okay, great. the moments. But yeah. He electrocutes himself to death, which makes the smoke demon, obviously, that was living in him the whole time, come to life, grab her, and push the kill the world button. And the kill the world button obviously sets off a timer of, you know, five minutes and 23 seconds. <laughs> it's so good. Five minutes and 23 seconds. <laughs> so this is, this is the, like, Wizard of Oz that was there before, right? That, like, the demon yeah. inside of Cobra Commander guy pops out. And turns on the bomb, and yeah, he sees 523, and he's like, okay, big countdown to Armageddon. 523. Nice round number. 522. Really? Lee, what the fuck, man? Can we... 
<laughs> Can we set this to be like a 10 count? Where's... I would have loved a whole number. I'm just going to throw that... that out there. Any... Where's Any the advanced number? settings? Is it like a separate menu? <laughs> is this metric? <laughs> and now show is going to in your aunt has been told her crystals don't work at Thanksgiving and is having a screamy monologue at the bad guy. This is just the the real problem is that too many people ask for is the only time you will speak above slow motion and it's that people ask for evidence and that people don't have enough faith and he has a Someone throws him the magic stick midway through the speech. Oh, it's so dumb. It's the John Galt speech, but fucking theist instead of kind of atheist and libertarian. It's so long. And this part especially was terrifying. He's like, yeah, humans have sinned. Um, you guys are probably thinking it's the Nazi thing, you know, or the, uh, the apocalypse <laughs> weapons. Nope. The real sin is atheism. That's it. real problem is not having any faith and so he swirls around again just like the end of any other anime except here are his magic words to like super blast the ultimate weapon are you ready wisdom self-reflection and progress (laughs) progress his magic laser firing ultimate power word is progress like the manager at that data input job you had once in the 90s. <laughs> he might as well fire the keep hanging in there kitten out of his magic center. Yeah, I thought an hour and 43 minutes was a long fucking walk for the big payoff to be a coexist sticker. <laughs> and I love we get a quick shot of the uh, golden giants from the stereotypically Mongolian golden giants from Baal Ganesh just standing there the whole time, I guess, yep. during the speech being well, like, just, they have to wait out his speech being like, this is awkward. Uh, are we done? Are we done? You- there, there was another great moment in the speech. I don't know if you guys caught this, but I just, my eyebrow went up where it said, uh, uh, there was like a conspicuous lack of re- record scratch when he said, our reincarnated beings of love are the origins of, Democracy. (laughs) What? Yep. So he blasts the bad guy, and bad guy takes off his mask, and underneath his mask, Adam Driver is a guy. (laughs) Nothing. He's just a guy. Like Adam Driver. He was just a regular guy, not a bad looking guy under that mask. Nope. But you'd have, like, you know, scars or, like, why would I have scars? Because why why would you you wear a mask? Science. You do. <laughs> you have like a CPAP machine cleaner for this because it's a sweaty. You've had it on the whole time. I wear it because then the animators don't have to draw my mouth for most of the movie. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, we learn for no reason. Again, we learn for no reason that Takabakabak Killer. So it might have actually been his name was a clone science experiment, and they put him in a giant bee costume at some point. <laughs> And then the good guy says, you're also God's child, okay? And then he dies. Was there, was there a controversy that they were, like, giving us a solution to here? That, <laughs> like, were the people who made this movie like, well, test tube babies don't count as human beings. And then someone was like, no, 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 let's make it a Christian message that they are people. I'm so bummed that uh, a show didn't stand up and go, today is a great day. (laughs) (laughs) So, and because this is a happy science movie, we need one final scene to clarify that show is totally going to fuck that Venusian. He doesn't care about the teeth. He's Mm -hmm. just, he's going to find a hole and he's going to put it in. uh, 
I can do tentacle stuff if you want. I feel like we've been building to that. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I, you know, I thank God before we get to the romantic moment that yeah, I thought this this tightly edited turgid thrill a minute was over. But good news. There was a ton more filler of random shots of trees and streets. <laughs> yes! So <laughs> again, but yeah, it's basically like you can live on this planet. Like we spoke about before the climax of the movie. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I will like it here. Oh. Thank you. And then again, the final, final words of this goddamn movie. It's so beautiful and crazy. She says, thank you was my favorite word on earth. <laughs> it's two words. That's fine. Two words. Two, two words. You could say phrase or term. You could use those. Yeah, that's, that's acceptable. You're a deity. The end. Maybe. But wait, there's a weird, that last shot where they just go in for a little peck and then you, there's a close-up of fluid. There's a close-up of a little drop strange. of fluid dropping. Yeah. What was that? I think it was meant to be like a beautiful thing, but it re- it does just look like pre-cum. <laughs> exactly. If they were going for pre-cum, they nailed it. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. I wanted one more scene at the end of this at the Nazi conference room. He just like comes back in the next day, all hung over, just like wearing sweatpants instead of the samurai costume. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, back to the drawing board. That didn't work. Uh, I feel I feel like it's going to be impossible to think of a name for our new weapon. If it's bigger, we're going to be like, well, that wasn't the ultimate. Ah, stupid. I'm having the worst week. You think the Americans are still mad about their aircraft carriers? You think they're still pissed about that? No, we don't get any of that. But we are going to get, I think, did they make more movies? Uh, six more. Oh, God. Six more movies. Amazing. Six more movies. I'm changing my identity. You'll never find me again. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that was terrifying. Uh, moral of the story, Nazi nuclear apocalypse, but thoughts and prayers. Uh, <laughs> plus, all the different gods combined together and they're super powerful. Like, um, and the dinosaurs, too. They're, they're like, about as powerful as the U.N., Right? Something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, final question. Uh, which religion's god would win the god Kumite, and why? Oh, I'm, I'm going to go with Thelma. We didn't get to spend a lot of time with him, but I really felt like he brought his A-game to the movie. You know what I'm saying? Thelma? Which one was Thelma? He was one of the six guys that he met after he got shot, and they. I feel like they kind of rushed over his name. It was like, here's Thelma and God Eagle and Buddha, and Thelma was like, bullshit making me go first. I had a speech. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I I vibed with Thelma. I feel like I vibed with Thelma. I should be the one seed. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, I I feel like because he is a god now, according to Mormon theology, I I think that Joseph Smith, because he could outbore anything that fucking happened. (laughs) So he's also a god, according to this cult. Uh, He was in the last movie. He's in the like sixth or seventh level of heaven. Shut the fuck up. He is. Oh my God, I'm in. (laughs) I'm back in. Listen to the episodes you're not in. Damn it. (laughs) What, what do you mean? Is this a show? <laughs> I thought we were just chatting. Yeah. I thought it was a conference call for work. It's been great. <laughs> All right. Well, um, last thing before we wrap it up. Uh, Mark, where can everyone go to hear more from you? We heard about the How to Heretic, and uh, where, where do people go to find that? Yeah, just uh, you can find us anywhere. There's uh, in the podverse or at our website, howtoheretic.com. Stitcher's I, Stitcher iTunes, shit like that. I'm uh, also on Twitter pretty frequently at HowToHeretic, and uh, you can yell at me there. 
Fantastic. And uh, thanks so much for joining us again. And uh, oh, yeah. and you're welcome again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, thanks. <laughs> thanks, guys. It was super. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for our review of The Mystical Laws. But that's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to finance Fuck Josh Gad, the musical. So, Eli, tell us, what's on deck? Deadly attraction, because sometimes you're mad enough at God to fuck your mom. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean sometimes? It's it's on YouTube. (laughs) All right. Well, with that to look forward to, we'll bring episode 204 to a merciful close. Big thanks to Mark for uh, apparently believing the tentacle porn we sent him was the real trailer to this movie. Assholes. And once again, <laughs> huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that helped make this show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help us out a ton by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, Citation Needed, and The Skeptocrat, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Mark and Eli, I'm Heath, promising to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with the Animal House Clothes. Breakfast Club Clothes, they voted. Animal House Clothes. Breakfast Club Clothes. Animal House Clothes, go. Breakfast. Last word. Boring Jesus Show was mistaken for a two-by-four and used to fix a garden shed, (laughs) thus fulfilling his destiny as the only useful god ever. (laughs) China... Russia, UK, France, India, Pakistan, North Korea, Israel, and the US still have giant apocalypse bombs. But we'll be fine. The space dinosaurs are keeping tabs. Don't worry. <laughs> there are three more movies in this series, <laughs> and they only get crazy. <laughs> Yes. Look at me. Do you see? I wrote it. Yeah, and I you, you saw I was there I when win. you got there. I know you did. I didn't. I never saw it. You saw it. <laughs> check the draft. No. Check the draft history. <laughs> yeah, we can check the cursor history. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the Jewy the Jewy spin that, that Eli you put on uh, Tata Guy yep. Cockadoc Killer. <laughs> it's my villain. <laughs> <laughs> well, like all Jews. All right. They're all yeah, villains. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Some just wear more convincing masks, Eli. That's right. <laughs> so is that a car accident? <laughs> that is Heath's thermos. So my one of my favorite things about Heath is Heath constantly <laughs> makes loud noises one during the count, and two, this is my favorite during our business meetings. Uh-huh. Every business meeting, Heath <clears throat> goes longboarding or rolls a bunch of marbles around in his sink, and Noah becomes enraged like <laughs> someone is raping his wife when it happens and goes, Who's making that noise? And every time I go, It's Heath, but Heath just doesn't respond. And Noah doesn't believe me, so he gets away with it. It's fucking best. You don't know how much effort I put into a new sound each week, Eli. It's my favorite thing. Do you want me to buy you a plastic thermos? There's quiet ones. Foley table. (laughs) I'm just...
it's all total full. You get you get the saw. There's Waving a, a giant <laughs> saw. Exactly. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Here's the count. Mm. Morgan, don't right. use any of that. Don't tell Noah. <laughs> Morgan, send me that clip. I'll, I'll keep I swear it with to fucking God. The, the <laughs> used the other day on Skeptical. I will use that. I have it saved. You know I have it saved. <laughs> That's important. You need it. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.